Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show. It is podcast number 285, and we've got a great show for you this evening. Our special guest is Brent Phillips. He's got a book called The Formula for Miracles. He's an internationally acclaimed spiritual healer and teacher. We're going to bring him on in a couple of minutes, so hang in there. It's going to be a great show. The book's terrific. What he's teaching is terrific, and I can't wait to uh, chat with him. So here we are on Guys Guys Radio, the place where when men and women can be their best, the place where when men and women can be at their best, everyone wins. Guys Guys Radio. It's all about being the best of yourself, being the best for other people, serving. And that doesn't mean uh, in a subservient way. It means serving the way that feels right for you. But being part of mankind, being connected to everybody, and I think there's an awakening going on now. I'm a business guy. I know our guest, Brent's a business guy. So many of our guests have been business people who've gone on a, turned onto a spiritual path. There's a great awakening going on now in America and across the world, and I'm happy to be part of it, happy to be learning, and happy to be able to share a lot of what we learned together on Guys Guys Radio. 285 podcasts now. And they've all been sensational. We've had a lot of uh, relationship experts, dating experts, metaphysical teachers, writers, spiritual authors, fantasy football experts, comedians. Uh, We've done it all here. Anything that has to do with life, love, and the pursuit of happiness in a positive way, we do on Guys Guys Radio. We've had a lot of psychics and channelers on here also. So it's a lot of fun. And even though the name of the show is Guys Guys Radio, it's not what you would think. It's not the man show. We are guys here, but it's not all about beer and boobs and football, although those are all good things. We do more because we want to help regular guys on their spiritual quest who are living regular lives, just like myself. So I'm, I'm learning as we go, and I hope you are also. And the show's not for men specifically, it's for men and women who want to be at their best. Women to understand guys, men to understand what's going on out there and have a better uh, sense of who they are, of their value, of their worth, of their divinity. That's what we do on Guys Guys Radio. So welcome to the show. I'm glad you're here. And uh, let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the world. And then we will get to our special guest, Brent Michael Phillips. So Memorial Day is approaching. It's next Monday, and uh, this is Memorial Day weekend, and it's amazing because the weather has been so horrible on the East Coast up till just a couple of days ago that it's like, I can't believe people are walking around with down jackets, and now it's like beach time all in the same week. It's been a wild, long, drawn-out winter, and spring was very, very rainy. It even rained this morning, then it it went up to 80 and sunny, and it's going to be nice for the next couple of days, so looking forward to a nice weekend i'm going down to jersey shore bringing my son down tomorrow taking him out of school taking a day off we're going down early and we'll meet my wife down there and then uh we're going to visit grandma and we're going to have a good time just get away i've been doing so many guys guys radio podcasts i'm not sure if i'd mention it but uh, this summer i'm going to be working on my book a nonfiction book this time i do have a novel out called the guys guys guide to love which was really the source material for everything we're doing, but I'm doing a nonfiction book now and um, doing all the prep work. I'm going to write it this summer. I'm going to be down the Jersey shore most of the time back and forth a little bit to New York. I'll be with my son and be working on the book. And I love being in that mode. 
So I'm doing a lot of prep and I'm doing a lot of pre-records of Guys Guys Radio. So you'll be hearing some of the shows I'm recording uh, in May and in June throughout the summer. And then we'll be back live in the second half of uh, August. And then we're double booked pretty much every week uh, through September. And we've been doing uh, two shows a week for the last couple of months. And it's really working out because our audience is growing and people really like it. And we've gotten some fantastic guests. And whenever I get a great guest, they recommend another guest. And it's just really a, a ripple effect. And I'm so pleased to be able to share uh, the knowledge that we get with you. I'm a, I'm a, a NBA fan. And uh, it's really interesting now because you've got four teams left. You've got the Cavaliers. You've got the Celtics. You've got the Warriors. You've got the Rockets. And uh, surprisingly, the Rockets beat the Warriors, Golden State Warriors last night, coming back in the fourth quarter and beating them in San Francisco. So that was a wild uh, comeback there. So it's knotted up 2-2. Now we've got LeBron and his Cavaliers going into Boston tonight, where it's also knotted up 2-2. And to me, I think the winner will probably be whoever wins the Rockets uh, Warriors series. I think they're the best teams, but you never know because the Cavaliers have LeBron James and they always have the easiest path into the finals. Uh, and he seems to be have some type of lucky charm a couple of times. I think he won the championship where his team probably was not the best team, but that's how it goes. So we'll see. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, here in New York. Everybody's very excited about the New York Yankees. It's a young team that just keeps getting better and better. They do need another pitcher, but so far they're uh, out in front. I think they're, I think they're tied with the Red Sox and they've been back and forth and it's going to go that way the entire season. And the other really good team in the league, the American league is uh, Houston. So we'll see what happens in postseason. I think it's going to be a great year. I think it's a banner year for the Yankees because I think they'll get a a stud starting pitcher at the all-star break and uh, they've got enough hitting to carry them home. As long as they get another starting pitcher, their bullpen is, unparalleled in the, in the major league baseball. I don't, it doesn't matter to me who gets in in the national league. I don't think they're going to win. I think actually the three best teams in baseball are in the American league, but we'll see what happens elsewhere. We have all of the drama and the intrigue and the tediousness of this, the Russian investigation and our president and the North Korea negotiations and uh, everything else and the China t- trade tariff. Uh, just sold some stocks the other day once the market popped after the news came about the uh, possible avoidance of a trade war with China. But I'm not comfortable that things are going to stabilize because uh, our president's too much of a wild card and you never know what's going to happen. And the market's really pumped up right now on steroids. So we'll see what happens. But I would say if you're in the market, buyer beware. Might be time to cash a little of that little of that out, but that's, that's your call, isn't it? So that's what's going on in guys, guys world. Again, this is the place where when men and women can be at their best, everyone wins. And um, we're going to bring on our special guest now. Uh, Let's take a quick break and then we'll bring them right back. So let me let my friend Raigma Yagmani, Raika Yagmani, sing us into our break. You're listening to the Guys Guy Radio. Okay, we're back on Guys Guys Radio. Uh, as I mentioned, our special guest is a gentleman named Brent Michael Phillips. His book is The Formula for Miracles, 
Understanding Part 1 I have here in my hands. It's a three-part series, and it's all about uh, the subconscious mind. And I am a, uh, I would say, pretty much non-practicing but uh, certified advanced clinical master hypnotist. And I know all about subconscious mind. I was actually inspired to get into uh, working with hypnotism when I read Joseph Murphy's book, The Power of This Subconscious Mind, which really is uh, uh, one of the classics of all time. I highly recommend it. And it's all about um, our subconscious really running the show. 90% of what goes on with us is subconsciously driven. And 10% is all the conscious mind stuff, all the monkey chatter, all the like, I have to pick up my dry cleaning, who's going to win the basketball game, all of that stuff. But underneath what's functioning to drive our breathing, our muscles, our heart to beat when we sleep at night, keeping us alive is the subconscious. So if you can find a way to managing your subconscious and the way to do that is really managing your thoughts. And there are some technical areas that our guest is going to talk about in terms of getting into a theta state to do that then you have a much better opportunity to do what everybody wants to do these days, which is manifest and control their destiny. Well, like attract like, like, like attracts like, and we kind of bring on uh, what, we, what we are thinking and looking at. Now, you can't control your thoughts, but you can manage your thoughts. Uh, and your brain is like a computer, and let's say the universe is the motherboard. And if you can get a sense of how that all works, there are some techniques you can use to work with your DNA to reprogram your subconscious mind or your software, if you will, and really make things happen. So our special guest, uh, let me tell you a little bit about him, and then we'll bring him right on. He was a web and video game developer. Developer. He, uh, he was a pioneer at the dawn of the uh, internet boom back in the 90s, I guess, and an MIT graduate, um, computer science, and he went in, uh, you know, when the gold rush was happening online, I remember uh, my, the ad agency I worked at, we built the first distilled spirit website for Stolichnaya vodka back in 1994. And people actually thought at the time, like, oh, great, the internet, it's all going to be free. Yes, until that first dollar was made, and then everything changed. And it keeps changing now. So, uh, but what happened with Brent was, and he'll tell us more about it, but uh, he had some health issues. He got stressed out with uh, uh, the fast-paced life he was living, and um, he learned about uh, going through kind of rehab for problems he had about the keys to unlocking the subconscious, and then his life changed. So let me let him tell his story to us on Guys Guys Radio right now. Welcome to the show, Brent Michael Phillips. Hi, Brent. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. Well, thanks so much. I've been going through your book. I really like it. I know it's part one, but um, let's start at the beginning. Uh, just for context, real quick, maybe tell our listeners, uh, I know you've told the story a million times, but how you kind of, what was the uh, inciting incident that, that moved you from the corporate world uh, into this kind of the healing world? Well, you know, uh, first thing is I want everyone to know I never thought I'd be doing anything like this. Oh, my God. I'm probably the world's most unlikely healer. Because uh, growing up, I was pretty much kind of your typical nerd. I, you know, I loved video games, Star Trek, Star Wars, Dungeons and Dragons, all that kind of stuff. And uh, when I got to MIT, I discovered the Internet, which, of course, sounds funny today. But back in the 80s, no one had ever heard of the Internet. And so, you know, long story short, um, I ended up in grad school becoming one of the people that literally created the foundation of what is the modern Internet. 
you know, one of the projects I did was in uh, 1994. It was my team at uh, the Laboratory for Computer Science that sent the first ever live video over the web. Wow. So I was doing some really exciting stuff. What and was then the, video? the internet boom hit. Uh, it was just a, just a streaming video of us just goofing around in our office. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is, uh, you know, just to see if it could be done, right? So you and, were the first uh, star of the internet. Yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal. It was just an ex-Windows hack, but uh, at the time, no one had yeah, done it before, so it was pretty cool. Awesome. And uh, I, then when the Internet boom hit, uh, I left because I figured, heck, this is the gold rush of my generation. And I figured as one of you know the world's leading Internet authorities, uh, I should be able to uh, uh, leave MIT, start a company, work really hard for a couple of years, make millions of dollars, and then retire to some tropical island and spend my days hot tubbing with supermodels. I like and that. that was the plan. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't quite work out that way, though at first things got off to a good start. Um, the first year, uh, I did the very first website for Disneyland. I did the website for wow. first website for Nissan Motors. Uh, and uh, we did the very first website for the launch of the Sony PlayStation in the summer mm -hmm. of 1995. So after a year, I had 15 people working for me. And uh, I maxed out the technical limitations of the web so quickly that we started a second company to make online games. And uh, I created what was really the world's first real-time 3D MOG. And uh, the trouble was, in order to bootstrap two uh, startup companies right at the, you know, in the heart of the internet boom, uh, I was chained to my desk. I was working 80, 100 hours every week. Sure. It was just nonstop work. And I figured, heck, it's you know, it's worthwhile. I'll sacrifice a couple of years of weekends and vacations and all that to to make millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. But. Uh, before we before it got to that point, I started having some serious problems with my health. You know, it started off as uh, some stiffness in my neck and my wrist and some tinglings, uh, and I didn't worry too much about it until one day, I remember uh, after a long day of work, uh, and uh, uh, it, there was a strong emotional connection too. It was the day my girlfriend dumped me. Mm -hmm. uh, I uh, went out to my car to drive home, and my hands were shaking so bad I couldn't even open my car door. Hmm. So I knew there, there was something wrong. And so, again, to make a long story short, I went to doctors, and I spent about three years going through conventional therapies. Uh, but I didn't get better. I got worse. Uh, it got so bad I had to move in with my parents because some days I was in so much pain I needed help just cutting and eating my meals. Wow. Uh, yeah, I couldn't read books because it hurt too much to hold a book open. And I could only drive for about ten minutes at a time. I had to pull over and rest because just holding a steering wheel was too painful. So uh, cool. after three years of, of failed uh, physical therapy, uh, I finally got in to see the head doctor at Curling Job, which is the top physical therapy clinic in L.A., where all the Olympians mm -hmm. and professional athletes go. And I figured, well, hey, this guy's the, the expert, right? One of the best doctors in the world. You know, I, mean, I know he can help me. And uh, I walked in to see him, and... I remember seeing him sit behind his desk, and he just adjusted his glasses and said, I'm sorry, son, but there's nothing I or any doctor can do for you. You're always going to have the pain, and you'll never be able to work again. And I was devastated. I'm like, what? It's not what I expected. And uh, the last thing he said before I left his office, he said, tell me, son, is there someone that can take care of you until you die? Wow. And I was 27 years old. Gee, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And he put me on permanent disability and literally sent me home to die. Uh, they told me on the way out, please don't come back. 
uh, we have limited resources and we don't want to waste them on an impossible case. Hmm. So at 27, I was sent home to die, told I'd never work again. There was no hope of recovery. Uh, when I told my partners about this, one was my lifelong best friend. I expected them to support me and say, hey, man, you know, we'll, we'll hang in there. We'll get through this together. Uh, instead, they turned on me, fired me from my job. Uh, they sold the website company for millions of dollars behind my back. Hmm. Uh, I ended up with nothing but a, a basis for a couple of lawsuits. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I call the cherry on that hot fudge Sunday was that my lifelong friend and business partner, uh, had also been secretly dating the woman I was in love with. Oh, gosh. So it was, you know, as they say, a true dark night of the soul. Everything went wrong. And, uh, you know, I was lucky that I didn't get spend too long in the dumps, you know, drinking and drugs and right. depression and, mm-hmm. and self-pity. Uh, I had a friend of mine turn me on to positive thinking. And he said, hey, Brent, when life's really got you down, that's when you need positive thinking. Yep. And so, long story short, for, you know, the next nine months, a year or so, I became this gung-ho, positive-thinking warrior. And, you know, nowadays we call it the law of attraction. Back in the 90s, we called it positive mm-hmm. thinking and same stuff, right? And I went to the weekend seminars and jumped on the stage and high-fived my friends and vision boards and mantras and affirmations and power words and all that good stuff. But it didn't help. I got worse. So I gave up on that stuff. And uh, then I got turned it on to alternative medicine. And at first I was really excited because I thought, hey, you know what, this alternative stuff, maybe this could help me where the regular doctors can't. Mm-hmm. And so, again, long story short, I spent five years as a professional patient doing nothing but going around getting treatments. And I tried everything, you know, acupuncture, herbs, osteopathy, homeopathy, and cranial sacral and chiropractic and you know, yoga and Pilates and energy healing and Reiki and, you know, cleanses mm-hmm. and diets and, you know, machines and magnets and you name it, I tried it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get better. I got worse, which was so frustrating. And so uh, I hit rock bottom in uh, early 2003 when uh, I got accepted into a program for an experimental surgery that a doctor thought could help me. And so I agreed to have the surgery. And when I woke up from the surgery, my right arm was paralyzed. I couldn't move it. And so that that was really when I hit rock bottom. Uh, it wasn't long after that my first wife left me. And, you know, I didn't know what I was going to do because I was deep in debt. Uh, my disability payment didn't even cover my rent. And uh, I was going more into debt every month. And there seemed no hope of ever turning it around. And uh, it was then that I found out about Terry. And Terry was a friend of my aunt. And uh, Terry had been a really successful financial professional, you know, Wharton School MBA, super smart, big career, mm-hmm. made lots of money. And uh, she had had a major health crisis, and she almost died. And she found this uh, technique of uh, using the theta state to clear the subconscious of blocks uh, that literally saved her life. And so she walked away from like a 170k a year job to be a professional healer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, honestly, at the time, I thought she was nuts. I'm like, why would you do that, right? Are you crazy? <laughs> right. But I was oh, yeah. desperate, and I, I was willing to try anything, so I went to go see Terry. And, you know, she worked with me for about an hour. She explained to me the power of the subconscious and showed me how to check myself for subconscious blocks. And, you know, did a lot of work uh, relating to my belief in God and what had happened with my marriage and what had happened with my best friend and all the money I'd lost and the pain I'd been through. And at the end of the session, she's like, okay, dear, you know, we'll take care of your arm. And I was like, yeah, sure, lady, right? You know, good luck. Uh, Everyone else has tried, you know, give it your best shot, right? 
And so she, she just kind of closed her eyes and went into a trance because uh, this is all done with the mind. There's no mm-hmm. hands-on. There's no machines. There's no supplements, nothing you take, nothing like that. And I'm literally sitting there looking out the window, and I felt my elbow go pop. And I was like, oh, my God. And I remember Terry opened her eyes and smiled and said, uh, try your arm. And I did, and I couldn't move my arm again. And so, you know, that was the miracle that changed the course of my life. That, wow. That was something I couldn't I couldn't deny or explain away. That, you okay. know, I had seen this crazy lady doing this mm-hmm. energy healing stuff, and, you know, boom, I could move my arm again, and there was no pain. And so I made it my mission uh, to go figure this stuff out. I said, hey, you know what? I don't know what you just did, but i got to learn this. And I, I so, followed Terry down that path to become a professional. Okay, let's talk about some of the things you learned. Um, a lot of dealing with uh, the subconscious mind is kind of, uh, I'll just put it in quotes, uh, self-hypnosis and uh, getting into the theta state is uh, getting to the area, I guess, where you can access your subconscious mind or the subconscious mind yep, or somebody right. else you're working with. So yep. um, for our listeners, just real quick, what, what, why is the theta state the, the, the entry point to be to the subconscious mind? Because there's the beta, there's the alpha, there's theta, there's sure. gamma, and there's one other. Uh, it, it's just how humans are wired. Mm-hmm. That we all know there's a subconscious mind, right? Uh, that that's self-evident. There's some intelligence that governs your heartbeat, your respiration, your digestion, nerve conduction, all that good stuff, right? So we know it's there somewhere, but for most of us, it's kind of this nebulous, invisible thing. We know it's there, but it's kind of off limits. Well, the truth is that working with the subconscious is just technology. It's that simple. And with the right technology you can go in and change the course of your life. And it's pretty simple that uh, anything that is such an advanced technology that we don't understand it or can't explain it, we tend to write off as a miracle or magic as a work of God. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You know, if you take that phone in your pocket, you bring it back in time, even just 100 years, it would be considered a miracle, wouldn't it? Yep. It can record video, it can take pictures, it can calculate, it can do all these amazing things. But so nowadays, it's not that big deal, right? It's just technology. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and let's, if you, if, you, if you don't disagree, let's, let's refer to the, you know, the, the brain's like a computer. The, uh, it is. Uh, the, the subconscious mind is a software, if you will, that you can get in there and kind of re- rewire. And um, talk to us a little bit about the... Uh, factors that come into play, uh, including past lives and uh, DNA and, uh, you know, when past lives go back seven generations of whatever stuff that we're carrying around a bunch of stuff with us that uh, gives us a propensity for getting certain certain things happening. So we have to be able to uh, find ways of uh, accessing all of that hidden information to be able to heal it. So I want you to talk about that. But first, I just want to, before I forget, I want to mention that you mentioned in your book, Dr. Amit Goswami, and he has actually uh, been on the show three or four times. He's coming back in September and he's great. And he actually helped me out a lot personally. Just a quick anecdote. I uh, was out running four years ago and I had terrible pains in my side. And uh, long story short, I found out I had a kidney stone and then I had a small growth on each kidney and I had to have back pretty much back to back robotic surgeries. And then the doctor said, you know what, you're so lucky. 
because, uh, you know, 10 years later, you might not have even known you had something and uh, it would have been completely different. But it's, you know, 98 percent chance it'll never happen again and you're all good. And I'm like, OK, what caused it? And he's like, well, it's sporadic. And I'm like, OK, great surgeon. Wrong answer. So I ha- was talking offline to Dr. Goswami and he uh, pointed me to uh, an Ayurvedic healing place where they uh, they worked with my subconscious, but they also did worked with magnets, biochargers, et cetera. And, um, it, cl- it, it cleaned up the, uh, my internal environment. I don't know how much was work was done with my subconscious per se, but they ferreted out, uh, stored emotional issues that I had in different parts of my body from different time periods during this life. And who knows from what else? And, uh, it's like I'm a new man now, so I've been very appreciative of him, and he's a great he's a great guy also. So sorry to to kind of go off on a tangent there, but I just thought it was kind of relevant to the work you're doing. Well, it's uh, it's it's all different versions of the same thing mm-hmm. that uh, some would call a trapped emotion, some would call it uh, trauma, some would call it a subconscious block. Uh, they're all really the same thing. Okay. And here's how it goes: that the way life really works is a lot different than what we think. And there's a, there's an old uh, joke I remember that circulated back in the 90s that goes like this. Uh, how do you know when a blonde has been using your computer? I don't know. How? Well, the mar- the uh, monitor is covered with marker and, and whiteout. <laughs> and that's kind of funny, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, we all know you can't fix your software by drawing on your monitor, can you? Exactly. But you know what? That's exactly how most all of us try to live our lives. Mm-hmm. We're trying to fix our code by drawing on our monitor. And so our struggles with money are not about money. They're with emotional issues, subconscious stuff. Yeah. You know, the money, uh, the money issue is just the, the image on the monitor. Right. Uh, you know, our, our, our issues with confidence, uh, with being attractive, with being powerful, issues with women, et cetera. You know, that's all code within us. And mm-hmm. the way it works is pretty simple. We're all like a computer. We all have a bunch of different programs we run. We all have a program for our career, for our health, for how much money we make, for our relationships, for our friends, for our sense of purpose, everything. And these programs run and create the experiences of our lives. Uh, But most of us have been trained to try to improve our lives by drawing on the monitor. That doesn't work, does it? Uh, Instead, you've got to get to the code. You know, if you change the code, then the program can work, right? Mm -hmm. And so the code is the subconscious mind. You know, it's what I call the software of the soul. There's literally software inside of us that creates every aspect of our reality. And if you want to get to the core and see some real change, you got to get in and change the code. And how okay. do we do that? Well, you know, of course, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Uh, and, you know, in terms of doing things like energy healing and accessing intuition and clearing traumas and blocks, you know, of course, I'm not the only one that does that, right? There's dozens, mm-hmm. hundreds of different systems and processes that have been developed. Uh, What I can offer is uh, a very advanced technology that, you know, what I did with energy healing and law of attraction is exactly what they taught me at MIT. I went and took it apart and figured out how all of it worked and put it back together and made it better. And and so uh, when I learned this stuff, uh, it took me uh, months to learn to access a theta state, you know, what you call the self-hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can t- teach people to do it in a couple hours. With half a day of training, I can turn anybody into a healer. 
How fast can you get yourself in that state? You know, it takes me about, I don't know, 20, 30 milliseconds. Okay. Uh, I, I can move in and out of the theta state faster than most people can blink their eyes. Okay. And again, it's just a matter of technology. It's mm-hmm. a matter of understanding how it works and knowing what you're doing and making it better. You know, it. it took me uh, seven years full time and over a quarter million dollars spent on gurus and masters and masterminds and, you know, intensives and retreats and seminars and coaching and so on uh, to develop the skills of, of what we call a master healer. Uh, with the technology I have, I can get people there. You know, it takes most people anywhere from three weeks to three months. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because, again, it's just technology. Now, uh, uh, When we Frank, figure out how it works, it's very easy. Okay. Um, I listen to uh, binaural beats. Uh, I have a, a genius uh, create, genius program. Uh, uh, the guy's name slips my mind, but I have this whole uh, system uh, where you listen to these binaural beats, and they have a little classical music woven in, and uh, there's one for creative and one for exercise, and uh, that puts me in a state where I just lose track of time, and I do all my, my writing and work and stuff like that. And uh, it really helps. So I get, and you mentioned binaural beats in your, in your book. Uh, what is the connection between that and the theta state? Well, the binaural beats are a wonderful training aid to, to help mm-hmm. somebody learn how to access the theta state. Okay. And uh, I have my own programs I've created. Uh, they're really teaching aids. They're, they're tools. Uh, because with the right training, you, you're, you can learn to access that state without needing it. But it's a great thing, especially for beginners, if you don't know how to do it yet. Uh, The binaural Mm -hmm. beats is a wonderful, you know, it's like training wheels on a bike. If you can't ride a bike, you throw on the training wheels, it makes it a lot easier, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But at some point, once you've learned to ride, you're going to want to get rid of them because it it can hold you back. Okay. So the binaural beats is just one of the many technologies that I use to help people to just show them how to access the theta state, to get into the subconscious, to make these deep changes that really work. Okay, so we uh, so we need to get into the theta state to get to our subconscious, and then things that may be in our subconscious could be you mentioned uh, um, contracts, life contracts, sure. um, past life uh, issues, um, and some some other stuff. And so when you get in there, how do you then identify where the what the issue is, where the issue is, and then how do you uh, uh, make the change because you also mentioned DNA and I got a little bit Absolutely. like, okay, how, so talk to us a little bit about, I'm just cur- curious uh, about the process. I think that will help our listeners in terms of, if they understand sure. how this works, I think they'd be a, more interested in learning about this. I think it's fascinating and I, I'm interested myself very much. So uh, most of what we carry on the inside, most of our subconscious code, most of it is inherited. So most of it comes through your ancestors. Oh, that's not the only source. Uh, childhood experiences contribute a big chunk. Uh, you know what we call soul contracts, uh, past life mm-hmm. memories. These all these are all pieces, and these are all just different contributors to the code that is you. And when I first learned healing, there was actually different processes you used depending how and where and what level the the, the blocks were held on. Uh, that I have greatly simplified, and so the way I teach it now, uh, we don't worry about exactly what level it's held on. Uh, you can use the same process to test and clear, and it clears all of them simultaneously. So it's a, you know it's just a much easier, much faster technology. In that now instead of checking for okay, is it ancestral? Is it epigenetic? Is it childhood? Blah blah blah. 
you know, there's just one test to see if you got it and one simple process to clear it out. Now, when you clear it out, do you replace it with something else? Do you rewire yes. it? Okay. You, you always replace it with something. Uh, m most of the time, it's uh, unconditional love energy. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, there's other ways to do it, but sure. that's usually what we do. Uh, you don't now, want to leave a void. Okay. Now, you mentioned in the book a lot about so, so people can get kind of a, uh, a little taste of how things work, the muscle testing, which I think is very cool, and anybody can do it. You can do it with somebody else with the arm test, and you can do it yourself with the ring test with your fingers. Could you talk a little bit about that and how you deploy that and how that helps people get a, sure. a feel for the work? No, what I teach and use is uh, what I call the, the seven sacred secrets of higher dimensional living because that's really what we're doing here is we're breaking the bonds of this four-dimensional biology we've been wired into to mm -hmm. access a higher dimensional energy. You know, it's not too much different than electricity. Uh, back up until the 19th century, humans were aware of electricity. We just didn't know how it worked. We, we didn't know how to put it to work for us. So what I've tried to do is take all of this esoteric stuff, you know, energy healing, law of attraction, you know, guardian angels, intuition, and sure. break it down to the nuts and bolts, to the technology, to make it accessible to us. And so muscle testing is simply one of the tools we use. Uh, and what it does is it's a way of bypassing the conscious mind to directly check the code you're running. It's sort of a, a, a you know, a red hotline that goes straight to the subconscious mind. And it's a very easy thing for most people to learn. And uh, uh, one, one of the gifts I'll offer to anybody that wants to hop on my website is a uh, free admission. I do uh, a, a block clearing call every month called the Wealth Club, where everybody can come on and uh, submit subconscious blocks to clear, and I'll do it for you. And as part of the introduction, I give everyone a tutorial on muscle testing. I'll walk you through how to do it. Uh, it's a little more takes a little more time than we had than we have time for here, and it takes about 15 minutes. Uh, the good news is once you've learned muscle testing you then have a direct line of communication to your own subconscious mind you can use any time you want for the whole rest of your life. And that's pretty awesome. You can know exactly what code you're running, what's happening on the inside, which, you know, I want to mention, uh, don't think you know it's running on the inside. What's really going on inside of us is often very different than what we think or consciously believe. Um, without giving uh, away the special sauce, how do you, how do, you do that? Uh, muscle testing is pretty easy. Uh, no, no, it's also no, known the, as, uh, uh, no. The the finding out what's going on in the instant, like passing the muscle testing to sure. the uh, to actually uh, as, as accessing what the issue is, pinpointing. Okay, this is the issue. Um, that's what, that's what about, we right? call uh, the art of digging. And okay. you know that 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 can't be learned in a few hours, but it can be learned in a couple days. Okay. And I've turned it into really an algorithmic process of knowing what questions to ask to help identify what is the core issue for somebody because that's not a simple thing right you know right. someone comes to you they have all these decades of life experience all these things that have happened all these ancestral memories it's like right where the heck do you start to make a difference in their life very quickly uh you know that's the art of digging and i have a, a systematic by the numbers approach where you simply learn to ask the right questions you do that and run the right muscle tests and uh, you can uh, it's very much like debugging code Mm -hmm. And uh, everything your, I learned in software, uh, mm -hmm. most of it applies directly to healing. Yeah. So we're really just debugging sure. people. Mm -hmm. yeah. you, you mentioned something called video holography. What, what is that? Yes. Uh, that's one of the more advanced techniques. Um, you know, I have uh, what, what I call the foundational tools, which is the formula for miracles. Right. Uh, 
those are things that are very easy to learn and master, the basic metaphysics, how to do instant healings, how to clear a subconscious block, uh, how to install new code, how to use the theta waves to manifest. Uh, that's very accessible and easy to learn. Uh, there's also the more advanced aspects, uh, which are really straight out of the ancient mystery schools. And the, these are the more powerful techniques, uh, but they do have a much steeper learning curve. That with the movement, uh, you can literally clear hundreds or thousands of blocks within minutes by learning how to get people to move properly within an energy attunement. So I can connect to people's energy and literally elevate and change their consciousness. And you combine that with specific movement patterns in the physical body. Uh, you can literally shake off traumas and blocks. And the, the as they say, the proof is in the pudding. It, it sounds kind of crazy, but uh, when I had my first session of this, uh, mm -hmm. you know, basically I, I met this crazy old guy who made me uh, rollerblade around in a parking lot and videotape me. Got it. And then told me all the ways in which my life was screwed up and sent me home. And yeah. I thought he was nuts. I felt ripped off, right? Mm -hmm. Well, starting the very next day, I started making more money than I ever had before. It was nuts. I was so busy. It was just, you know, I, that year I made over twice what I had ever made before. And wow. I knew there was something going on there. Now, and when so you it's work a little with... hard to talk about, but mm -hmm. there's, uh, okay. there's a lot of the more advanced levels mm -hmm. for those that want to go very deep into this. So if somebody wants to uh, learn, um, tell us about your, your website, and then um, uh, it, do they have to uh, study with you uh, in person? Uh, uh, where are you, and uh, do they, can they do remotely? Can they do online? Uh, the, what's the different levels of uh, the courses? Sure. Tell us a little uh, bit about that. I'm in Los Angeles, but just about everything I offer is available remotely. So all my trainings are broadcast online. So, you know, if you want to come out to L.A., you're welcome to, but uh, mm -hmm. everything can be done online. And uh, a great place to start for anyone that's interested to learn more, you just hop onto my website at awakeningdynamics.com. Uh, that's awakeningdynamics.com. And uh, I want to offer everybody a couple uh, special gifts. Uh, number one is I'm going to give you the first volume of my book, The Formula for Miracles, where science reveals the secrets of spirits, uh, totally for free. You know, I don't mind if you want to go on Amazon and buy it. You know, that's fine for me. <laughs> but if you want to go to my website, I'll give it to you for free. Uh, I'm also going to give everybody an invitation to join us at the next live Wealth Club call, where I'll teach you how to access the subconscious mind and give you the opportunity to submit any blocks you have, and I'll clear them for you. Uh, okay. So that's a little hands-on. Um, I also do uh, webinars about once a month where, uh, you know, I call them healathons, where I do a, a longer presentation of uh, exactly what these secrets of higher dimensional living are and how they work, uh, as well as some more interactive processes. Because uh, what, I, what I want everyone listening to know is, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I love to talk about this, but yeah. talking about it doesn't do it justice. Right. Uh, I want everyone, I, you need to experience this for yourself. Uh, don't believe it because you heard some guy on the radio say it. I want you to go see for yourself that this is real, that this is new, that this is powerful. And, well, why don't and we... I'll, I'll talk about and demonstrate those during the webinar and as well as have a Q&A opportunity uh, for anyone that you know has questions or wants to go deeper. Uh, okay. If anybody wants to go through the whole process of learning the, the whole gamut, how, how long would that take if they work with you online? Uh, the uh, you know I have uh, just a couple of trainings, 
Uh, everybody mm-hmm. starts with what we call level one, which is just a two-and-a-half-day weekend that you can do the whole thing online. And uh, in just the first weekend, I will teach you how to get to the theta state, how to do an instant healing, how to clear a subconscious block in a few seconds, how to install code into the subconscious, how to manifest from a theta state, uh, how to do space clearing, uh, how to start practicing developing your intuitive power. Uh, I will also start everybody on the, the path of awakening which is the deeply spiritual aspect. This is the, you know, mm-hmm. they call it the beginning of the end of suffering. That, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier that the way life really works is very different than what we're taught. Uh, the truth of reality is very different than what we think. You know, I just want to show everyone the truth. It's that simple. Okay. Uh, as well as introduce everyone to the movement feedback holography, uh, as well as the consciousness shifting process, and also talk about uh, the science that explains this stuff. And uh, you may think, well, Brent, that's a lot. Because the truth is, there's plenty of places you could go and spend a whole weekend or even a month or a year learning just one of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. What it comes down to, again, is technology. Uh, I, I have a process that I don't know of anyone else in the world that, that, that's developed this uh, called the energy macros, where I can literally take people and download straight into your subconscious how to be a healer how to do block clearings, how to do healings, how to access the theta state, how to access your intuition. And uh, by doing that, it's the difference between writing code from scratch or downloading a program off the Internet. Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, So uh, your your courses, are they Skype or uh, they just go on on your website, or how how does that work for for Uh, us? I use a combination of technologies. Uh, I use a combination of YouTube Live as well as Zoom. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you work with somebody, Brent, um, do you uh, do you have to size them up first and then go into your state and then do the healing? Do you do you uh, do they tell you what the issue is and then, or do you tell them what the issue is? Usually, they tell me what the issue is. Uh, when we get to the more advanced levels, when we're doing the movement and some of the deep entrainment work in the altered states of consciousness, uh, mm-hmm. then the game changes a little bit. But uh, certainly for, you know, the, 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 the first uh, uh, many times that I work with someone, they just, they just tell me, hey, you know, this is how I want my life to be different. And mm-hmm. I want to make more money. I want to get out of debt. I want to, you know, find the right partner. I want to improve my sex life. I want to improve my health, my energy, you name it. And the good news is uh, the, these processes, this technology, uh, a lot of people will want to know, hey, Brent, you know, this sounds cool, but right, my problem is X, Y, or Z. Can you help me? Well, it's pretty simple. Uh, what we're doing here, the, the, these, this uh, process works with anything that's created by the mind, which is everything. Mm-hmm. So it's the same process. You know, you want to make more money, you want to heal your body, you want to find love. It's all about just shifting the code on the inside. Mm-hmm. Right? Change it, 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 the code, it, change your life. Got it. So it's, it's, it's more about, you know, you talk about thoughts in the book. It's, it's, thoughts are thoughts, in, in my opinion, in my learning. It, it's more about I guess, managing your thoughts than creating thoughts. Is, am I right or wrong there? I, I think that's correct. Uh, I'm not sure anybody can control their thoughts. Right. Uh, the better question to ask is, where are those thoughts coming from? Got it. Mm-hmm. Why is it that one person tends to think positively or confidently and another doesn't? Okay. And so I would want to trace that back to its source. What's going on on the inside? that's creating all these negative or damaging or limiting thoughts. Uh, when you can get to the source, you can change the, the output. 
And so the thoughts are sort of like the program on the monitor. That's just the outcome, right? That's not the source of it. You get into the subconscious, you'll find the real basis. And if you change that, Mm -hmm. then the thoughts will change on their own. Right. Okay. Well, let, why don't we, let me throw something at you here. We're live on the radio. So w- whatever you want to do is fine with me. Um, I will commit. I'm going to take your weekend course to learn level one. I guess there's a level two and three after that. There, there is there, there's okay. uh, there's uh, three live courses and uh, a couple that are recorded and that's it. You know, okay. So I, I pack everything into just a couple different weekends uh, and uh, you know, it would, it only takes a couple and I guarantee anyone that goes through it and uses it, uh, you'll see miracles happen, guaranteed. Okay. So I am a uh, Reiki master teacher and also a hypnotist. So I'm, and I take a spiritual enfoldment class every week with one of the top channelers in the country. So I think I'm in a position where I'm open to doing this type of work. So I'm not a complete newbie. Uh, I have a lot, long way to go, obviously, but I think I'll get a lot out of, and I want to heal. So I'm going to take your course. I'm going to ask you, Great. you tell me what you think of this. I'm going to give you two questions. One is maybe we could do this live on the air. One, and we can track it because I want to have you come back and we'll talk about your other two books if that's okay. I have sure. a, uh, my left shoulder. I'm an athlete. I work out a lot. I run a lot. I do, I'm in great shape for my age and beyond. Um, I have kind of a, almost like a dislocated left shoulder. That's number one. Number two, okay. I, want to, I want to break through and really take my message and what I'm doing to the next level and be able to take care of my family while I do that kind of work. Can you uh, do something for me, for a small thing like the shoulder and then a bigger thing? And then when we get back together, we'll talk about that on the air and we'll see what happens. What well, do you think? I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, absolutely. Uh, to to see to have the best chances of seeing a successful result, you know, I need mm-hmm. to spend some one on one on one time with you, which is probably more time than we have right now. Uh, okay. But I can tell you very quickly what I will do. Okay. Uh, number one, I'm going to ask you how the shoulder injury limits you. Uh, I'm going to ask you when it occurred and what was going on in your life about a year before that. Uh, okay. Shoulders I... are generally about shouldering burden and responsibility, mm-hmm. and we should quickly be able to connect the shoulder injury to some emotional, spiritual thing that was happening in your life before it happened. Uh, Then we go into the subconscious, run through a trauma clearing process, look for limiting beliefs formed by it. And once those are all gone, then we finish with uh, a physical healing process where I take you to a deeper theta state to facilitate some some change in the physical body. Okay. So uh, absolutely, you know, there's things I can work on. Oh, yeah. And that's what that's what I will do with you. Okay. Uh, in terms of the business, it would be a similar process, but uh, it works a little differently with with manifesting. Uh, we mm-hmm. would look at okay, you know, this is what you wish to achieve for your life. Uh, what's going to change in your life when if this manifests, and what are the little hidden uh, benefits or advantages you're getting from not getting there? Then we go through Got the it. subconscious mm-hmm. and clear out everything that might be in the way. Uh, look for limiting beliefs. Uh, things that your subconscious is trying to protect you from. And then, you okay. know, change all the coding. And then we'd finish by, you know, probably a you know a guided manifestation to, again, bring you to a deep theta state to tell the universe, hey, you know what? This is what I choose for my life. Bring it. Okay. Let's do, let's do that. We'll do that offline. Uh, I want to be able to, uh, you know, make a donation to your cause because I love the work you're doing. 
and I don't want to take up a lot of your time, but I just thought this would be something that would show our listeners. It would help me. Uh, uh, and it would validate for our listeners, hey, wow, this is what this is what this guy can do. And because I think you're onto something because you're you're taking a very uh, you're taking spirituality and holistic medicine and you're 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 putting it into the proper context in terms of coding, because that's what we are. The brain is a computer. The universe is the motherboard. And, you know, our subconscious is the software. And with your background, you're the first person I've spoken to who sees it that way from a scientific standpoint and from like a, a computer science standpoint, if you will. Absolutely. It's not a coincidence that my background was in computer engineering. Mm-hmm. That that was okay. in some ways the perfect preparation to be a healer. Okay. Uh, I, I apologize. I didn't want to put you on the spot uh, uh, no, on, I don't mind. On, during, during the show, but we'll do something. Then we'll get you back on. Um, I'll get in touch with your people. I'll get your other books, and we'll, we'll, go, we'll go out and tell the audience what happened, and, uh, and we'll get people to you know, start working with you because I think what you're doing is great, Brent, and uh, I think you really articulate it well, and I think the book is very step-by-step. It's, if you know nothing, you're going to learn something. If you know stuff, it's not going to be boring or anything. So I think you did a great job with your book, and, uh, and I think you're doing great work. So keep it up. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. You know, I, I'm on a similar journey to you. I want to get the truth out there and, and help, uh, help everyone listening to, to make some real change in their lives. Fantastic. Good. Well, I look forward to this. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, reach out to you offline, and uh, we'll take it from there. But I want to thank you for being on Guys Guys Radio. Again, your name of your book is The Formula for Miracles, The Understanding Part 1, Where Science Reveals the Secrets of Spirit. And your two, uh, it's really Formula of Miracles and The uh, Awakening... Help me out. Uh, AwakeningDynamics.com. Okay, great. Sorry. All right, fantastic. AwakeningDynamics.com, our special guest on Guys Guys Radio, Brent Michael Phillips. Uh, Great job, and I look forward to uh, being in touch with you, and we'll take it from there. Awesome. Sounds great. All right, be well. Thanks. Okay, folks, we're going to take a quick break, and then I'll do a very quick Guys Guys Guide of the Week, and then uh, we'll wrap it up for another show. But uh, fantastic. Check out Brent. Michael Phillips and his book, The Formula for Miracles, and he even offered it to you for free. What more can you ask for when you listen to Guys Guys Radio and also the Wealth Club call every month? So check it out. Okay, let's take a quick break, and I'll be right back. The Guys Guys Radio. Okay, we're back, and uh, let's get to our Guys Guys Guide of the Week. And this week, I'm going to talk about uh, something that I just uh, submitted for my website. So you're going to hear it first before it's on there. And this is uh, about types of daters you're going to meet when you start online dating, more so for a guy than for a woman. You know, back in the day, you used to walk up to somebody, you go into a bar, you see a nice lady that you're interested in, you walk up and say, hi, my name's Luke, and I buy you a drink. And uh, she might look you over, smile back. And who knows what happens at this point, but that's how things used to work out, but not now. Today, dating's gone from a fun sport to a contact, combat sport, and it's a real jungle out there. So singles are, you know, they're doing their busy work on dating. They're doing their first contacting at home, sitting in their tidy whities reaching out. But the proof of the pudding comes when you meet somebody face-to-face, and what invariably happens 
that uh, you're going to run into different kind of prototypes and archetypes when you meet people online and you have to know what you're getting into because otherwise you can waste a lot of your time in online dating, a lot of money and a lot of uh, heartache. Uh, so you want to avoid that stuff. So the first group of people that you might meet online, and it's more so guys, the type of women you might meet, that's people who are coming online to date for the first time. They don't know what's going on. They're curious. They're kicking the tires. They may be not even separated yet. If they're married, they might be in a relationship and they had an argument with their boyfriend. They might uh, have just gotten divorced. They might not have been ever online to do any dating and they might not have dated anybody else for the last 10 years. Now, of course, if you're like 22, you're probably not going to run into this. But if you're 32, you might. If you're 42, you probably will. And there's a lot of cool, nice, smart women out there who are, who are meeting guys online for the first time. The problem is if you're the first guy they meet, they're going to ask you a lot of questions and they're going to start comparing you to their ex and they're going to start formulating things and you're going to learn more about them and they have two daughters that you weren't, you didn't quite know about, et cetera, et cetera. And they live, you know, an hour away in New Jersey and you could have found all of this out ahead of time. And invariably, you know, when you meet somebody who's just been online for the first time and you show up and you're good, uh, they're going to say, wow, this online dating is not bad, but you'll probably be thrown to the side pretty quickly because they're going to figure, well, I got to meet a lot of other people before I make any decisions. So there is an exception to the rule. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But for the most part, when you meet people who've never been online dating before, they're going to have a, a learning curve that you don't want to waste your time with. Uh, because you probably get nowhere out of it. Then there's the jugglers. These are like the players who are going out with five people at the same time. They're double book, they're triple book, type A personalities. They always have to be busy. They always have to have something on going on. And they're going to, you know, here's my lunch buddy. And here's my, this guy could be marriage material. And this guy, I just want to take him to bed. And this guy, you know, on a trip would be good. And this guy's business connections. And it's, it's a lot of juggling. And uh, you're going to be part of that. Now, if you can play, and if you can play it fast and loose, you can get somewhere. But always know that if you stub your toe a couple of times, you're going to be replaced pretty quickly because it's going to be real competitive, real competitive. So just know those are the jugglers and the players. They're usually good looking. They usually have good jobs. Uh, and they usually know the right places to go. And they run in the right circles. But you got to be able to keep up the pace. So keep that in mind. Uh, the next group is kind of the, the nice, the nice women who some of them, there's some, you know, here in New York city, there's a lot of, uh, don't take this in the wrong way, ladies, but there's a lot of lonely women out there who are fantastic. They're smart. They take care of themselves. They have good jobs. And invariably a lot of them have, you know, they have their own apartment or their own condo that they own. And they came here from some other place in the country and they, you know, want to have that Mary Tyler Moore moment when throwing up the hat up in the air and, I'm going to make it after all, but uh, there's not enough guys to go around and there's not enough guys, guys to go around and there's not enough good guys to go around. There's not enough single guys to go around. There's a lot of married guys and a lot of guys who aren't interested in women for dating and it's tough. And so invariably a lot of these ladies, they get taken advantage of. They want to meet a nice guy. They, you know, had a, They want a storybook ending and it's tough because there's a lot of creepy dudes in New York who, and a lot of uh, guys who will take advantage of this. Don't be that guy. Be nice to women and be nice to women like this because they're well-intended and they're usually really nice people. And uh, if you don't feel the sparkles uh, early on, um, you know, 
just, you know, move away, but maybe even become a friend. And I've had that happen where I've become friends with women I met on when I was dating on match.com. I still have some friends from way back there. I don't hang out with them all the time or anything, but you know, we still see them online or whatever and say hello. So nothing wrong with that. But anyhow, it says a lot of folks like that. And then there's what the group fourth group, which is I call the realists. These are most of everybody else. This is like the pig and the Python online. These are all the men and women who are working hard. They know they've got to do online dating because they're so busy. They're good people. They're the salt of the earth. They're working hard. They know they have to put in the time, the extra hours, they're not getting paid what they probably should get paid, but they know this. They take it, they suck it up, and they take it. This is a step in the journey. They want to meet good people with the same values, and there's a lot of them out there. And you just have to take the time and do your qualifications ahead of time before meeting them and go into relationships, go into your online dating with an open mind and an open heart and room in your heart for a partner. If you do that, there's enough good people out there who are online dating who aren't just swiping left and swiping right and just looking to get laid and move on that you'll meet, you can meet the right person. Now, before I talked about kind of the exception to the rule with the newbies and, and the whole idea that rules are, you know, rules are just self-made rules when it comes to online dating because it's the wild west. Anything goes. So let me tell you what happened to me. I had thought I was the king of online dating. I really had a system where I'd, uh, set where I'd meet a ton of really nice, good looking, smart, attractive, fun women. And I had a whole system and I knew how to qualify and it would be a, you know, a quick contact and then an open-ended question. And then I would offer my phone number and then I would get theirs. And then we'd talk on the phone. And then if it all felt good, we'd meet for a drink. And then if it all felt good, we'd take it from there because those are all different exchanges of energy. Well, of course, Rules are made to be broken. So my wife, the woman who is now my wife, she winked at me. She was on a three-day free trial on Match.com. She had was still married, was just getting – she was just in the process of uh, – she was separated, but she wasn't officially divorced. So she had a lot of negative check marks on her. But um, we corresponded back and forth, and she said, look, let's meet. And I'm like, let's talk on the phone. And she was like, well, we don't have to talk on the phone. Let's just meet. And there was such, such a refreshing innocence about it. And I'm like, what the hell? I just made these rules up anyhow. So I met her and that's the last person I dated because we're still together. So, you know, rules are rules, but anything can happen. So keep an open mind and keep an open heart. All right. That's our guys, guys, guide for the week. Check out my website, robertmanni.com. Check out my novel. If you want to help me out, buy my book, The Guys, Guys, Guide to Love. It's a novel. It's a rom-com. It's been called The Male Sex in the City. Uh, my website again, robertmanny.com. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. And of course, I'm on Guys Guys Radio once or twice every week. We're up to uh, podcast number 285. We're having a great time. And this is a place where when men and women can be at their best, everyone wins. And as I always like to say at the end of the show, guys, guys, finish first. Happy Memorial Day.